man. Hey, sunshine. Mm. You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The white pants, the trash dash. It just, it leans Lloyd. Well, yeah, let's, uh, let's go spectacle chasing and talk about our next movie, The Gray Man, which dropped oh. on Netflix a few weeks ago. <laughs> so Russo brothers, they last we last saw them doing Infinity Wars and Endgame. I, I uh, as a guy that's not into the Marvel universe, I thought that was the most perfect landing stick you could ever. Thirty-eight films and just fucking awesome. So I got to give those guys credit. Yep. Um, and this is uh, <laughs> a movie of location title cards, um, mm. uh, starring Ryan Gosling as Six. 007 was taken. Um, yep. And uh, Chris Evans, among others, my girlfriend Ana de Armas. Yeah, that's uh, your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's uh, what do you think about this movie, man? Because I, I I have a feeling you probably didn't like it. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, although obviously I I have you know there's some nits to pick and yeah uh, <laughs> your mileage may may vary on what parts you enjoyed and whatnot. But uh, overall, what was, what was your experience? Well. I don't have a lot of thoughts on this movie because this movie doesn't have a lot of thoughts for itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I think it's it's mindless fun with a capital M. It, it's free. the The barrier of entry is is very low. It's it's meant to basically be put on in the background while you're cooking dinner. I think it's you're really there. It, it gave me John Wick vibes. Yeah. In, yes. In in a, a couple different ways. First of all, the the indestructible man. Like at a certain point, when a character is so indestructible, he can be handcuffed to a bench in the middle of an open square and just like assaulted upon and just walk away without even like yeah. a twisted ankle. I'm can like, someone okay. shoot the man handcuffed to the bench. Yeah, it's like when stuff like that goes down and it's like generally you walk out unscathed, it's like none of these actions, none of these set pieces, I feel the character is actually in peril. And so you start to get bored with it. But I think the the, the reason why I say John Wick is you're really there for the the fight choreography set pieces. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a very loose story set around how cool can we make this look. And, you know, it's like... Hardly any acting and more just stunt choreography. So yeah. with that, like, there's some great work being done. I think that there's some, you know, it's it's worth it to watch just to kind of watch the the rocking action. I, I, I would prefer to have it almost be like a Jason Bourne thing where you've got an actual plot and then some rocking action. Uh, but uh, w- with it said, it's 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 mindless and it, it it had its own it has its own place. Like I don't want to sit here and like over-examine this movie, which never wanted to be examined in the first place. It's definitely Jason Bourne meets John Wick more on the John Wick side of things, which you know, almost like cartoony. Uh, but I I actually really liked what Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans were doing, especially Chris Evans. I think he's the best part of the movie and having a lot of fun and. The, You're seeing that with these like superhero stiffs, they like want to go wild. Yeah, like they, they play these like really stoic and boring characters, and it's like as soon as they get done, and, and you saw it also with Christian Bale doing the the bad guy in in Thor. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I'm okay. Being the hero is boring. I want to be the bad guy who's friggin' a loose cannon. I want to go full Ben Foster. Yeah, he <laughs> Hall of Fame. He was. Uh, I mean, he's on record. Christian Bale is saying. He was incredibly jealous of what Heath Ledger was doing opposite him, which is so much more yeah. interesting than what he had to do. Uh, and Chris Evans. Swear to me. 
Murder me, Rachel. Um, Chris Evans, yeah, coming off the back of uh, a nice little Captain America run there for a number of years. I. It's the most boring guy in the whole thing. Yeah, he is great in this movie. I, I think. Um, their, He's really fun. Their conversation and Ryan Gosling's like, I immediately don't like you. And uh, yeah. e- even their stuff on the red carpet, like, you know, their promotional tour. I think um, someone asked him, hey, uh, you in the movie, you uh, you called um, Chris Evans' mustache uh, trashy, whatever the quote was. He's like, was that in the script? Or uh, what's your actual thoughts on it? Like, those were my actual thoughts. That I think they do a lot of improv, and yeah. it, it's it's really fun. The... Um, um, the the the, sef, the self-referential nature of their dialogue uh, and their back. Yeah, he calls him like he calls him Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. Yeah, yeah that made me yeah. laugh actually. That was really fun. They, I mean, and it's I. It, it all goes to one look, which is super douche. But I didn't know what was worse, the mustache or the the flat top haircut. I actually think the flat top haircut was douchier, made him douchier than the mustache. Well, it's hilarious. And then he <laughs> he accuses Ryan Gosling of having a cheap haircut, and it's. It's like I don't know. I think I think his guy's probably better than what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had a, I had some fun with this. I think uh, Ana de Armas. I think because uh, I mean, me personally, I think a lot of people really wanted more of her uh, her character from No Time to Die, um, the the Cuban operative, and we get a little bit of mm-hmm. a little bit of that here. Um, Billy Bob Thornton just kind of like <laughs> so irreverent, where he's like, "Okay, I'll help you." Uh, but I'm not going to say a fucking thing. Hey, we've got your niece. Ah, shit. All right, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they start peeling off his his the nails. nails. <laughs> he was. I thought he was really funny in his deadpan delivery. Yeah. There's a few people that sucked in this movie. Uh, the, um, the head of the CIA, or the two CIA people. The chick sucked. The chick was oh, terrible. Oh, and then the guy, Ricky Jean Fran. Yeah, Jean Page. Guy. I think he's from yeah, Bridgerton. He's from Bridgerton, Bridgerton right? dude, yeah. I mean, uh, nice looking guy, but that was a really dull ass character. He's in the running for uh, the next James Bond, and I was like, there's no way this guy is getting that role. He, he has no presence. Uh, and it's like, not a super hard role. He was just so bland and lame. And then you you, you look at, at people that are in the same movie, right? Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, just doing so much more with the same script. And maybe his character was, you know, didn't have as much to do. But that guy was just, I was like, get him out of here. And then all, uh, the other girl, too, when she kind of had a lot more weight to carry towards the final third and just, it's just like no match for these guys. And just like, came yeah. off the bench and was just like, Total dud, total dud. Yeah, I thought that all the CAA stuff was a total snooze, and it was really Evans carrying the carrying the load there of the, of the villain's side, or the, the bad guy's side. But I, I loved the sunrise fight. I thought that that was obviously done in the studio somewhere to, to be able to, to capture that. But the, when they're fighting on that, the fountain, yeah. and that sun is rising over that, that like maze, the hedge maze... The, the shining maze. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, this is this is really nice looking. I thought it was cool. I thought uh, that opening scene in the club where you know he's got that red jacket and he's making his way and kind of like just knifing dudes down. Yeah, you were forty two regular. I, I thought yeah. some of that uh, the color and the lighting of that sequence was pretty cool. Um, I could have done glossy. With... It's superhero glossy. Yeah, you know you can tell that they're they're from the superhero background. Like even the first title card when he's in. 
the jail, jail cell with Billy Bob Thornton and it freezes and it basically pans out and it's like a grayed out kind of cartoon look. It looked kind of like a comic book title card. Yeah. Um, that scene reminded me of kind of uh, like Drive meets kind of uh, uh, Only God Forgives, uh, but but mi- mixed yeah. with like uh, end, Endgame, sort of a yeah. glossiness. Sleepy Gosling is yeah. what I said. It's like wait, he's either he either like goes to sleep in half of his movies or he's got a lot of energy, and this is definitely Sleepy Gosling. <laughs> Which is pretty amazing because he's got to do a lot of energetic stuff. Yeah, um, yeah no, I... I uh, do you think you'll rewatch this or... No, yeah. I will never think about it after we stop recording here. <laughs> not, not even this, like the action set pieces, they were nice. They were definitely like worth having on, but I will never think of this movie again. Like John Wick is, that's, that's next level. Uh, this, this is just kind of nice. Do you think the choreography in John Wick uh, stands out uh, uh, against this? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's... I think that, that stuff is some of the best choreography I've ever seen. Yeah, the the commitment and the training that Keanu goes through, I think, is more impressive than what these guys uh, are probably doing. Um, I mean, yeah, each one they just just uh, top themselves. Well, because I bring that up because I think this is setting up a franchise cinematic universe. I think there's already a sequel in the works. Uh, really? I mean, for $200 million, I just... Netflix, unless they purchase something, they cannot make a movie that people just get, like, really into. Yeah. I mean, I mean what's been their like, big... Even Don't Look Up, like, they, they have things that are successful, but, like, really no one's, like... No one's saying, hey, did you see Gray Man yet? Like, no, shit, the... I, I don't have a Netflix account. Should I buy no. one to watch it? <laughs> nobody <laughs> can you can you imagine that conversation like hey man you gotta sign up for netflix the gray man yeah. you don't want to miss out see with netflix it what bird box was like got a lot of uh, eyeballs right but their big hits are their series where people are kind of the, the you know the, it becomes part it's of the, the conversation series, yeah. the the stranger things you know season one for sure and then season four kind of roaring back at, after people maybe mm-hmm. died off a little bit but then uh, Squid Game, like that was the, the most talked about huge. thing. Yeah, massive, and th- that's because there's like enough of a runway where you know people see a few episodes, and then it kind of the freight train of conversation and, and internet uh, Twitter mentions kind of rolls out, and then people people feel like they you know they're you know have FOMO, they're missing out on something. Whereas this, it's like maybe people watch it the first week, but. But there's all there's there's something down the road, you know what I mean? I I just don't mm-hmm. know how they make their money back on these two hundred million dollar movies. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're getting into a weird space now where a lot of everyone's got their own streaming service, which South Park has a lot of jokes about, and the they wars. the streaming wars. But they uh, so now a lot of that like content that they used to be able to to brand and license, like people have taken those back. And so now it's now they have to just create their own, and it's it's hard to run a movie studio. Like they don't have this like wealth of culturally relevant material. They're trying to create it, and it's hard to create. It's there's no formula for creating just culturally relevant content. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they 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 got started really well with um, you know the Kevin Spacey shows and uh I, I wish they would bring back Mindhunter. I, I think I think their bread and butter are original uh series. Yeah. Right? And then I I enjoy having new movies to watch straight to Netflix. Like 
but you know, like don't look up. Awesome. Uh, spider head, maybe less successful, but it's kind of cool to have, you know, cause, cause if they're not spending 200 million or whatever it is, it's, you know, there's a lot of crap that's straight to streaming. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, I, I kind of like having decently made movies on streaming if, if they're not going to go into theaters. So. Yeah, and people find it at weird times. Like it's hard to to have a movement, you know. And it's it's. I think there's there needs to be an immediacy where you're seeing, and it's 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 all connected to Twitter and Instagram and TikTok where people want to know what the references are. So if, if it takes off there, if it's like memeable or if it's, it, then people are like, oh, what the hell is this squid game? What the hell are they talking about? Mm-hmm. But it's it's harder to do that, I think, with with film. I, I, I might be wrong on that, but it's like, it's not, it, like a lot of their stuff isn't connecting in that way to where people feel like they need to go watch it now. And so people will find, like people might listen to this episode five months from now when they check this out over their Thanksgiving break or five weeks from now or whatever, you know, it's just like, it's just like people find it later. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious, like how many people are, are looking for, for, for big summer blockbusters at home? Yeah. Cause I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there, there, there's people are, are kind of itching to get out. I, I think uh, outdoor movie screenings, you know, uh, concerts in the park. It's like, yeah, this is their. You still have to have something to do with your friends or on a date night, or like you still need to go somewhere. So I don't know. It's I'm just I'm I just think Netflix has just been trying, and most of their stuff is a miss. This is this isn't. I I would I, I don't really know, even know what, how to label this. Like I like I I don't think it's gonna catch on. I don't think people are gonna be like super excited about it. I don't think. I don't think people are going to be recommending it a ton when when people talk about it. We're like, yeah, I watched Gray Man, you know, Gosling. It was, it was okay. Like, I think that's going to be the the general tone. What uh, what would you guess the Rotten Tomatoes score is? Seventy one. Seventy one. Um, it is forty seven percent. Wow. Uh, audience score ninety one. Ninety one. Well, there you go. The Gray Man has the star-studded outline of an entertaining action thriller, but it's filled with lukewarm leftovers from far better films. Um, uh, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty accurate. I, um, I think I would put it above forty-seven. I would, I would put it like in the sixties. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not terrible. I think, yeah, because like all the reasons we said, you know, it's got good action set pieces. Chris Evans is fun. I love a globe-trotting. Lick. I love you know actually actually filming in international locations. That's my biggest gripe with the uh, the Marvel Behemoth is that everything looks like it's filmed in Atlanta on a soundstage, um, mm-hmm. like Winter Soldier, uh, Civil War. Everything just looks like it takes place in the same sort of city. Um, yeah. And I, I love the. I mean, <laughs> I could do with less of the. Prague, <laughs> you know, yeah. like every five minutes it takes up the whole screen and it's like they're in like 30 places it's like uh you know a little yeah you because know, mission impossible does that really well but you know, it, they're not like it's not blaring in your face it's i like seeing like other cities you know what i mean and uh, portrayed in film and uh i just it's great see other cities man go watch the trip steve coogan love that trip love the trip i know 
Um, well, cool, man. Uh, good luck with uh, the new job and enjoy Miami. Hayes, you got to come out so we can do our Kurt Warner bet. I know. I want to see you huh? posted up by the pool trying to convince <laughs> your <laughs> neighbors that it should have won Best Picture. That'd be hilarious. All right, yeah, we got. Uh, I, I got to cash in on that bet before it's next Oscar season already. Come on out. Uh, with that said, uh, speaking of Swass, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. I uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Wash your hands. Stay safe. See you down the road. We'll see you down the road. Talk to you soon. Talk to you. Take it easy, everybody. Here we go. Here we go.